Hey, and welcome to the CCWC podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to be part of today's message. We hope it inspires you, encourages you, and deepens your faith in Jesus. Enjoy the message. So what is a dad? What is a dad? What is a father? As I did some research on what a father is, I found a lot of data. I found a lot of responses, some of them conflicting with others. I found this poem, which I thought was uh, fitting to start. What is a dad? A dad is someone who wants to catch you before you fall, but instead picks you up, brushes you off, and lets you try again. A dad is someone who wants to keep you from making mistakes, but instead lets you find your own way, even though his heart breaks in silence when you get hurt. A dad is someone who holds you when you cry, scolds you when you break the rules, shines with pride when you succeed, and has faith in you even when you fail. That was an anonymous poem. And an interesting thing about that as we move into this series, this week we're talking about fathers. We're also talking about the father. And the poem, in a lot of ways, could be attributed to our father in heaven as well. This series we're talking about, This We Believe. What do we believe as a church? What do we believe as, as the church? What are the things, the core things that we believe doctrinally? Last week, you'll remember, if you were here, if you joined us online, you remember we talked about the Holy Trinity. We talked about how the God that we serve, the God that loves us, the God that created us, the God that engaged in this world, has three specific per- persons within that Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit who dwells among us. And so we're going to take these three weeks, starting today and the the following next two, we're going to look at each specific member of that Godhead, starting with God the Father today. Theology is important. Accountability is important. Doctrine is important. Christian history is important. And today, as we continue through this and in this series, we need to remember we must not fall prey to the heresy and the relativism, relativism of our age. So as we look at the Apostles' Creed, as we look at the Nicene Creed, as we look at church history, as we look at the, the Scriptures, the Holy Scriptures themselves, and as the, we look at the Wesleyan Articles of Faith, let us remember or let us learn for the first time what we believe. I asked my wife if I should do this again, and I'm going to do it one more week because I think some of you may have last week neglected to share, or maybe you weren't here, I don't know, but maybe you may have neglected to share, neglected to say this, but I used to have a, a theology professor that would have us start the class, each class, with an understanding that we actually, because of our study of God and our study of religious beliefs, the d- definition of theology actually is the study of nature, the nature of God and the study of religious belief, we including everyone in this room and everyone joining online, we are theologians. And so here, we're, we're going to do a little bit of, of feedback, or we're going to do a little bit of interaction, I should say. Hopefully there'll be no feedback, although this mic has given me fits today. Instead, I want us all to realize that you, that me, that all of us here are theologians. So we're going to say that together. I am a theologian. Are you ready? I am I'm a theologian. Wow, that was really impressive. We'll, we'll stick with one this week. Great job. Today we discuss the Father, the theology of the creation and the creator, the one who set all things in the motion, the one who brought forth light. 
In order to understand God, we must reflect upon his nature and his action, his character. His defining action of creation reveals much more to us about him and about who we are than we might realize. Paragraph 212, the Wesleyan Discipline, 2016, reads like this. We believe the Father is the source of all that exists, whether of matter or spirit. With the Son and the Holy Spirit, he made male, he made man, male and female, in his image. By intention, he relates to people as Father, thereby forever declaring his goodwill toward them in love, he both seeks and receives penitent sinners. The Nicene Creed, a creed that was put together uh, many, many years ago by those that came together gathering to discern what proper theology or doctrine was, they were, they were attempting to say, okay, there's a lot of things that are going on around here. There's a lot of things that people are believing. Let us come together and let us discern what the Holy Spirit is leading for us to believe about this Jesus and about God. One excerpt from the Nicene Creed reads like this, We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. This God that we talk about, God the Father, this portion of the Trinity is the one who put all things into motion. And while many of us might have heard of God, we might have heard the creation story, we might have heard about the accounts of how God spoke things into existence, sometimes it's minimized, sometimes it's, it's compartmentalized to just simply, okay, that happened at the beginning, and now I'm living my life. Today, what we're going to do is explore two things. First, who is God? And we're going to do so by exploring the nature of his creation, the nature of his action in creation. But the second thing is, who are we, or who am I in the midst of who God is? It all begins in Genesis chapter 1, which is correctly named the start of everything. And today we're going to read, or I'm going to read, you can read along with me. We're going to read this creation story. And if you think, man, I can't believe Pastor Steve is going to read an entire chapter of Scripture, let me just say, what do you think we're going to be doing here? Like, that's what this is. So Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he prepared the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning on the first day. And God said, let there be a a vault between the water to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above, and it was so. God called the vault sky, and there was evening, and there was morning, and the second day. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear, and it was so. God called the dry ground land and gathered water. He called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds. And it was so, the land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning the third day. 
And God said, let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years and let them be light in the vault. Let there be light of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth to govern the day and the night, separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning on the fourth day. And God said, let the water teem with living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the sky of the sky, across the vault of the sky. So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living thing with which the water teemed and that moves around in it according to its kind to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind and God saw that it was good God created them and said be fruitful increase in number and fill the water and the seas and let the birds increase on the earth and there was evening and there was morning the fifth day and God said let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds the livestock, the creatures that move along the ground, and the wild animals, each according to its kind, and it was so. 